So today I wanted to talk to you guys about how it is to sort of stream online and through podcasts and doing multiple streams at the same time. And I'm not really going to promise anything good. Uh, I'm just going to give you the story of sort of my experiences, um, the stuff I've gone through. So if you've been trying to stream on podcasts and YouTube and Instagram all at the same time, then you're in the right place to just find out how not to do it, I guess. Uh, thank you. And if this is what you want to listen to, then keep listening. Um, so I just want to say hi, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Uh, my apologies, but um, I went off, started talking, and the podcast has just disappeared, so I don't know why that's happened. Uh, you didn't miss much on the podcast, other than the fact that I'm now live streaming and everything seems to be working fine on Instagram and on YouTube and also on the podcast. Uh, podcasts are available, I didn't mention this previously, but they're available like anywhere. Apple, Spotify. They're like the main ones. Google has a great bunch of uh, podcasts that you can listen to uh, on its store. So wherever you uh, listen to your podcast, you can find me at Tea and Toast. I'm known as um, what I love to do, which is helping out social enterprises. So digital for social enterprises. And that means not-for-profits, charities, and stuff like that. Um, so th this is really uh, interesting for me because the main thing that I'm seeing in terms of streaming, so I'm currently streaming on Instagram, YouTube and podcasts, and it feels a little bit like um, this is working, and then the podcast dropped, so that was a bit of a problem. I think since coming live, the things that I was nervous about was um, the feedback that I'm seeing now and how I'm going to engage you guys, YouTube or um, Instagram, but also through video, I'm doing these visual cues, so this is a reason for why I didn't want to do um, video and just dedicate myself to podcasts because I respect the fact that you've taken your time to find me or find the content that you might like uh, on a podcast. And now you're sort of, it's, it can be quite frustrating when you're on a podcast and then you hear people talking about click on this or if you can see this and people are like, no, I can't see anything. This is a podcast. So I think coming to um, the the video mentality versus the um, the other kind of podcast and just audio mentality. It's a bit tricky. And I know that I've thought about doing um, edited versions of a video and just taking and lifting the actual audio and putting that out as a podcast. But that's something I didn't do in the end, and it was quite a lot to deal with. So... In terms of my process, I just didn't feel comfortable. And with it taking time and editing, um, I felt like for that in particular, for that one, it was quite a lot to do for one um, kind of thing, one topic. And for that one topic to then split all out was quite a lot. For me, I sort of went off into taking YouTube as an example. And it definitely was the example, actually, for YouTube. I went to YouTube and I've created some of the videos. And if you're watching me on YouTube, you can just have a look at those videos um on any other platform you just type type in tea with prick because i haven't got around to I, it's just a channel that i had and i've not really got around to kind of going oh yeah i'm going to make um it a tea and toast one and change its name having tried it i did think oh this kind of works um and it's good but then i kind of run out of steam again what i've 
you might have missed this on the podcast, but uh, again, the 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 idea of the, the holiday, having kids and family and holiday versus term time, then doing that stuff and then managing my time, coming up with topics and writing it down, it's quite a lot to take on. And um, so I did the sessions on YouTube uh, and then got into a pattern. And once I got into the pattern, there were other things that knocked me out. And I think the lesson to be learned there would be to schedule things ahead. So if you're doing one a week, try and be four videos ahead of your time. And if you're four videos ahead of your time, what it means is if you have a week where something happens, you're like, oh, no, that happened. Uh, And in the middle of the week, you're thinking about, oh, I should be releasing the next bit of content. Then that's fine. That's great for you to think like that. And that's better than you're in a better position because you know you've got content that's already sort of coming up that will automatically just be live. And that's great. But if you're in a position I was in, which is, oh, I've done no content, it's quite easy to be uh, a bit like, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> Another reason um, for um, wanting to do this stuff is because I just want to go and do it. Um, so often I pick live streaming more than other things because. Editing can take time. Um, And for me as a designer, I'm really not sure about it. So I'm just really worried about getting things right. And I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Now, I know for a fact that I'm talking on podcasts here and and on YouTube. But I know that um, the best thing about Instagram when you're doing a live stream is you know that when people like your missus uh, is watching you, which I can see right now. Um, (laughs) I'm waving back and she's waving. Thank you for your support. but it doesn't matter how much someone supports you. The getting up on camera can be really tough. Um, and then when something goes wrong, like with the podcast didn't really start up properly. And right now I can see there's a button that says on OBS, which is what I'm using for live streaming on YouTube. I can see that there's a button that says stop streaming. So I know that it's streaming, but I'd be nervous otherwise. And the interesting thing here is that although I'm saying I'm live streaming on YouTube, I'm lying because the the way I'm using OBS, which is open broadcasting software, and that's really interesting because uh, it allows you to explore a whole bunch of other things. And it's really helped me with my uh, up my game on using Zoom on workshops or if you're doing a call. You don't really need to have a, be a, a co-host or a host. You can still share your screen if you're connecting in this way. But in terms of streaming through OBS straight through YouTube, yeah, I'm not really live streaming. I'm just live streaming right now, and it's going up down the cloud, and it's going to sit there for some time. Um, I don't know how to change the title. For some reason, in the settings on YouTube, when you do the streaming, what you have to do is, instead of webcam, you have to go to stream. So when I did that, I had to then copy uh, a streaming key. It's a special, unique ID that allows you to then connect that up with some of the settings in OBS. So that was great. I understood how to do that. But then I could also see when I was also looking at YouTube, um, it didn't have the right info. So it's set to private and I couldn't find a way of undoing that. And I think there must be some locked in default settings that even for someone like me that I think I'm quite smart and quite savvy, I found it difficult to change that. Um, I went in a few different areas and a few different settings. And I think um, it will take time for me to come back to that. But in my mode, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. I don't really care. So I'm going to go back. And what you, if you're watching this on YouTube, 
at least you're aware now of some of the pitfalls that I've encountered uh, and that actually going forwards, you can consider them uh, on sort of what bits you can change. So those are some things I've really struggled with on YouTube. Um, I have, just to sort of preempt you and just give you an idea of how and why I've done this journey is because I'm okay with like being on camera and I'm okay with live streaming. And the reason for that is because I've done this before. So in organizations I've done uh, with other companies that I've worked for, I've actually done live streaming and I worked in particular in the arts, but also in other areas where I would live stream. The one example I would give you for the um, arts and culture sector is everything really is helpful if something's happening now that you capture it and it's really cool for an event. So I'm just doing this as a test and I really want to just allow myself to talk about it because if I just sat here and went, this is a test, uh, it would be just really rubbish content. So I'm really pleased that things are going forward uh, and these things are working but I have actually been in a more nerve-wracking and nervous position where I was actually doing the work for someone and you're not sure how it works. Uh, in those instances, if you're doing this for the first time, then do the tests and figure out how it works and see if you can do like YouTube lock me in private mode, that's great. Um, otherwise on podcasting mode, you just kind of, you can go back and delete them or make them private. On Instagram, you can remove them if you want to and that's fine. You can also um, find ways of just limiting your audience as well or not letting people know. So there are settings in each one of these areas where you can go and do that work. But I remember going through it in the organization first. Um, it was tricky because I'm not talking about live streaming like one thing, like one time. I was sat there uh, with one device on Periscope Twitter. I was on also on there on Instagram and then that I had uh, my buddy, my colleague with me, who was there on Facebook. So that was, and then that was three. I actually think that was it. Um, so I didn't do YouTube, but we did get around to doing more YouTube content because of that. So what you'll find is you'll get the bug. I'm also sort of wanting to highlight something. Um, if you're someone that has connected with me before, um, I don't want to come off like I've lied. Um, so something that I tell all my clients and customers, something that I tell all people is, look, don't stress about it. Don't worry about doing this. Like, Don't feel like you have to do social media. Don't feel like you have to go off and do a million things. The world of social media wants you to engage with it because it's got itself invested in itself. It kind of does care, but you are out there to spread your message. So what's really important here is that I didn't just come on and go, oh, I'm testing, but it's to try and tell you openly and honestly, look, this is what I'm doing. Um, and also because I love you podcasting folk and I really wanna record this that I'm doing live so that it's recorded in that way. Um, but don't stress about it. I'm trying to do this stuff because I'm building myself up. So the advice I tell people is don't do it, which is the opposite of what I'm doing. So I'm apologizing for that anyway, because it's really important to get it right first. It's really important to get this stuff right the first time. Unless if you're someone like me that wants to have a little play, then you can have a little play, and then you can find a way of just removing that stuff or making it private and just having it as a test bed. And that's a really good way of starting out is to find other ways of doing it and then thinking, can I do it all in one go? But ultimately, um, what I would suggest is don't. Like, try your best to really do bits at a time. Um, because you will find problems in everything.
One of the problems that I will highlight that I've just popped into my head, um, you'll see I do this a lot. I'll go off on different tangents because I will forget stuff. But um, coming back to the YouTube stuff, what I found was the biggest problem, and that also was a problem here. But So I'll talk about it in two parts, uh, technically and YouTube. So right now I've got a microphone, which helps me on podcasting and I'm sorry if I'm too loud on podcasting. I'm just used to speaking out, I guess. So it's really important to have a great mic, but on YouTube, that I found that difficult to connect with. And I'm going through the settings on OBS. I've connected it. I'm like, yay. But actually, I know that I completely negated away from video. So my, my MacBook Pro has a video on it, but for some reason, it's average. I don't know why. I paid like three grand for this thing and it still doesn't give me the great camera that I want. So I have to go out and buy a 4K camera or something else camera or something else. And some fancy SLR camera might work. Uh, GoPros might work as well. Uh, they would be really good. Now, the problem with that is I want to do this on a low cost way as possible. So I'm really hoping that I could do that. <clears throat> So that's something else I'm hoping to bring to the table is being as effective and low cost as possible. Um, because you shouldn't really, you might feel like you've got money or you've got a tenant to spend, but don't until you know the platform is right for you. Your audience needs that and wants that. And or you're also doing what I'm doing, which is testing and playing around with stuff. But don't feel like you have to put it out there and you have to go off and do stuff. Right now, if you're watching this on YouTube, yes. I'm sorry about the video quality. I know it's rubbish, but it's something I'm going to do in the future. If you go on YouTube, um, oh, I forgot the guy's name, but there's a guy called Tinnis, um, and he's brilliant. So if you bear with me for two seconds, you might also hear um, some of his videos. But this, oh, sorry, he's called Linus. Um, his logo looks like it says Tinnis. I think that's why um, I've said that. So... If I just dip into my histories, then I can not see who I was watching. Yeah, I can. Linus Tech Tips. Linus is L-I-N-U-S, which is a bit like, if you know Linus or Linux, it's a play on that a little bit. But I think it's actually his name. Um, but he's quite smart in a way as well. So that guy's amazing. And there is a video that does um, do sort of what I'm doing here, but he actually has a really well put together edited video. Um, but he also did this, like this ad hoc way of doing stuff. So the lesson to be learned there is don't really care about the quality. YouTube, I do care about the quality, but I care more about the content because the content is where the quality is. So I'm hoping that um, all of you lot on Instagram that do follow me, do watch this video, do like and share and subscribe. Same on YouTube. Please do spread the word. It would mean a lot to me if you did. Um, I have another tip for you which is keep things short. Now, I did that once upon a time. It didn't work for me um, because there's lots of things to cram in. But also, I've allowed myself to talk about a limited amount and then have space to breathe and just feel like I can just be open. So being authentic is also really key. So there's a whole bunch of other stuff that I've not covered. Um, I was about to talk about technical stuff, and I haven't really covered that. So my apologies on that. Um, but I feel like I do need to stop uh, and just, again, ask you all to uh, dig deep and get that, those thumbs up and start clicking and sharing. Um, if you've got any comments and anything you feel like I've missed, um, I've missed a lot of tech stuff here um, on 
how I've put it together and what tech I've got. If you want me to talk about that, I will. Um, please do like and share and subscribe. I can see the clock ticking and I try my best to keep all my topics within 15 to 20 minutes and I'm hitting that 15 minute mark. So on that note of what I was saying is keep things short and sweet. I've now grown my audience to a point where I feel um, five to 10 minutes isn't enough. And Google algorithm has like this rate of how long it might take someone to read it. And on average, you're supposed to do 500 to 800 words. Eight minutes on YouTube or on any video platform is like an average amount for people to get interested. And if they're buying to it and watch it after the first few minutes, they're more than likely to watch it for eight minutes. So for me, I feel like 15 minutes is definitely the one for me because podcasters love it. So please do like, share, and subscribe on whatever platform you're watching me on. I do wanna do this more regularly. I do not know if I will but I did just do a YouTube. So um, having done that live stream, I am hoping that um, I can try at least to do one a week. Um, but if you're listening on my podcast, you're lucky. And if you're not on my podcast, you need to get over there because I've got sessions every Tuesday and every Thursday. So th these guys get a lot of info. So yeah, hop onto my other platforms. I'm going to stop waffling now. Thank you for watching. Um, I don't know how to go offline, but until next time, thank you and see you guys soon.